This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. The Comrades Marathon is one of the sports calendar's biggest events, an exhilarating competition for professional athletes and a brutal challenge for ordinary runners. For us spectators, it's the thrill of watching all these last place finishers give it their all for the chance to win a medal. The Comrades represents something truly special, the triumph of the human spirit. But this year, things went terribly wrong. Hundreds of runners never made it to the finish line, not because of poor preparation on their part, but because the organizers seemingly dropped the ball. Every day, as the first rays of the sun paint the horizon, the sound of footsteps echoes through the streets. There's something about being on the road and the peace and tranquility and, and what your body is capable of astounds you. Across the country, runners taste their physical and mental endurance, each step bringing them closer to their ultimate test. But this year, for hundreds of runners who had spent months training for the world's biggest and oldest ultramarathon, the anticipation ended in bitter disappointment. I think we were all robbed because it meant so much to my community, not just me. The runners who run from dawn to dusk, 12 hours on the road and finish, you know, um, that's what makes Comrade so special. Reasons for taking on the Comrades are as diverse as the participants themselves. But for 53-year-old Vanessa Briglal, this year's race had a special significance. The last Comrades I ran was in 2019, and that was the year that I lost my husband. He was my greatest supporter. I mean, without him, I would never have gotten to the start of any marathon. When Comrades released the date late last year, that the marathon was going to fall on the 11th of June. Um, I knew without a doubt that I had to get to the start because the 11th of June would have been our wedding anniversary. With only six months to prepare, Vanessa was determined to make it to the starting line, relentlessly hitting the road for three hours every morning. I was at the peak of my fitness. I got to the start on the 11th of June. It's always incredible, you know, and the emotions, they just well up. With a 102-year history, each year thousands of elite athletes and novices alike take on this iconic 89-kilometer ultramarathon, weaving through rolling hills between Pietermaritzburg and Durban. Quite simply, the, the Comrades Marathon is, is the greatest ultramarathon on the planet. Stuart Mann is a running enthusiast who blogs as The Running Man. He has completed 10 comrades and understands the addictive allure of the race. I'd say it's a bit of a love-hate, so it's the kind of thing you love to, to get the medal, you love to cross it, but doing it is incredibly difficult. 
To cross the finish line of the Comrades Marathon is a triumph that goes beyond the physical. It's a symbol of endurance, resilience, and the human spirit. The grueling training regimen, the hours spent pounding the pavement, the sacrifices made, it all comes down to this single moment. I had my pacing plan. I had planned that I would beat each cutoff by 10 minutes. Race organizers divide the course into five sections, allocating each one a cutoff, a maximum time in which runners must run that section if they are to finish the race within the 12 hour limit. For example, if you haven't made it to the Drummond halfway mark by 11.40, you will be pulled out of the race. Runners train with these cutoffs top of mind. I had no challenges getting through each cutoff. Approaching the penultimate cutoff point, Vanessa's official Comrades Marathon Runners app, which tracked her average pace, predicted she'd finish comfortably. But then, anguish. I could see it in front of me. And the official raised his hand and shot up the gun as we came to the cutoff. So ideally we should have had uh, 10 minutes more till 3 p.m. But the gun went off at 2.50. With less than 20 kilometers to the finish line, Vanessa was pulled off the course. After all her hard work, her race was over. She was just one of hundreds of devastated runners cut off before the finish line. It was surreal. This shouldn't be happening, but there were broken people at that cutoff there. Okay, so this is the um, Sherwood cutoff. And just listen for the gun, the sound of the guns coming in the next couple of seconds. Here's the gun, there's 55 on the clock. So they fired the gun five, six seconds too early. So these runners, they cut off, mm. they pulled the They would have made it. They, were, they actually did make they it. They should have made it. Man believes many runners were unfairly denied their hard-earned finishes. Added to the confusion was that the official comrades app actually had last year's cutoffs, so they had the incorrect times, which showed you they had the extra 10 minutes. Got there, they thought they had plenty of time. In past years, runners had a full 12 hours to complete the marathon, but this year, that time was reduced by 10 minutes, meaning runners had even less time to reach each cutoff than they thought. So it's almost like double taxation. And runners did communicate this, but they were ignored. So yeah, our best guess would be about 600 people who should, who, who should have got a medal this year were denied a medal. The Comrades is not just about the runners. It attracts a huge audience who are watching not only to see who wins, but to relish in the drama as runners push their bodies to the limit. Finish is the highlight when the gun goes, a dramatic moment, people coming around the final bend, trying desperately to make it, helping each other, and there was nobody. Because looking into the distance there, we don't see any runners. So we weren't really sure what was going on. Comrades legend Bruce Fordyce was commentating on the race. He looked forward to the race's final moments, but the field was empty. The last runners had already been swept off the route. It was almost like trying to talk about a vacuum. Whereas normally you've got, I don't know, Joe Glamini from Soweto struggling as hard as he can. Can he make it? Can he make it? Nothing. 
A final indignity was dealt to those final finishers when race director Rowan James referred to them as joggers. Why I use that word then is that the slower runners get and it's more, it can be more referred to, to as joggers as opposed to running. And uh, all I can say to all the athletes out there is that I, I apologize unreservedly for using that word. Can you explain to us the, the rationale and the thinking behind the new cutoffs? There's, there's pressure on us as event organizers to open the N3 highway in particular, which is a national logistics route from Durban up to Johannesburg. But man says this doesn't make sense. It doesn't really hold water because the roads are closed for most of the day. An extra 10 minutes for a race that starts at 5.30 in the morning just doesn't make sense. We as event organisers have got to ensure that we uh, present a safe, secure race. So the last thing that you want to do is potentially get into a situation where you, you're setting unrealistic times of targets that then people get into some sort of medical distress as well. The official comrades app still had the previous Cut-offs, and that caused a lot of confusion. Yes, I, I am aware that the, the app wasn't updated. I can only apologise for that. It's water under the bridge. The important thing for us is to take that uh, feedback that we've received to ensure that in future years to check the, uh, the app. This is little consolation for runners like Vanessa, who believe the Conrads is more than just a race, but a symbol of the unwavering human spirit. That opportunity will never come back. This was the moment. The reassurance I have is that I know I would have finished the race. So what's your take on the Comrades Marathon controversy? Let us know your thoughts using hashtag carte blanche. Thanks for listening. Why not share carte blanche, the podcast with family and friends? even those living overseas. They can find us on Spotify and all major platforms.